from St. Louis, Missouri, it's the Technically Speaking Podcast. Brought to you by Doherty Business Solutions. Get ready, because it's time to talk nerdy on the Technically Speaking Podcast. Good morning, Agile Midwest 2017. We're off to a flying start. It is, what, 8.04 in the morning. And yep. we are in the St. Charles Convention Center. I feel like I'm yelling into this microphone. People haven't even come in the door yet. Uh, this this conference uh, is is really like a week long event, um, and and today is is the big the big day the 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 Mac Daddy of them all. You have the tracks, you have the speakers, and today we're going to be doing a whole lot of podcasting. We're going to be talking to a whole lot of people. And uh, without further ado, I guess I'll just bring on my first guest. His name is Paul Gower. Paul, welcome to the podcast. Say hello, Paul. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, uh, so Paul, you are a speaker here at Agile Mid- Midwest. Um, I don't remember uh, if you were at the last conference. It was actually known by a different name back then, Agile Gravy. Uh, is this your first Agile uh, Midwest conference? It is, actually. It's my first one. Awesome. So uh, you are speaking today on uh, Kanban or Kanban. I don't know if it's a tomato-tomato thing. Do you get <laughs> people in the community that, that refer to it both ways? I have been told uh, by... Uh, the authority that I know, at least, um, that it's either Kanban or Kanban. So I generally refer to it as Kanban, but I believe those are spo- supposed to be both uh, correct pronunciations. Awesome. And, and you're wearing a shirt that signifies your allegiance to Kanban, which is Kanban is the new bacon. That's correct. Awesome. Yes. So uh, so you're speaking here, and, and you're actually speaking on Kanban. It's uh, There's more to Kanban than Trello boards. So uh, why don't we just kind of kick it off and, and tell me a little bit about uh, Kanban, maybe for people who aren't um, fully immersed in the Agile world. What is Kanban, and, and kind of how does that uh, translate into uh, just kind of normal everyday business? Sure. So um, the idea behind Kanban is it is a capstone that can fit on top of whatever you do today to get your work done. The, um, the three main things that, that I try to focus on when I'm talking about Kanban and introducing people to it for the first time, the first thing is it's super easy. Like it's very simple. There's, there's not a lot, a lot of complexity to it in my mind. And the main thing that you want to do is you want to focus on visualizing your work and, and hiding that. And then the idea is you kind of map out with that visual information your workflow of how you kind of get work done is the way I kind of think about it. Sure. So I'm familiar with Trello. I think Trello is a pretty popular application. Is that is that kind of like a, a bugaboo in your area of people thinking, well, I, I know Trello, so therefore I know Kanban. It's, I, I don't know if it is or not. I mean, I'm, I'm still now becoming new uh, and up and coming in the Kanban community and starting to know more and more people that do Kanban. Um, it's more of from a personal experience. So it was more of when I was introduced to Kanban, I literally went into the workshop that was a half-day workshop at Music City Agile in 2016, where my first foray into Kanban, like I'd heard about it, but never really studied it at all. And as a developer for over 16 years, I was thinking, what is this Kanban all about? And literally went into the four-hour workshop that changed my trajectory, if you will, on my knowledge and learning and stuff around Agile, thinking, I don't understand how we're going to spend four hours talking about like a Trello board or whatever. Like mm-hmm. how hard is it, right? You set up your columns and you move on. Like I didn't understand enough. And after that, I had been, I've been bitten by the bug. Now I've gone and um, through my business, I've paid for myself for five days of training. So I went from like, oh, this I can't even spend two to four hours talking about this to I've spent multiple days and still now talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So coming from a developer background, do you feel like your mind shift has sift, uh, shifted a little bit? Um, 
from from kind of how you mentioned, I don't know how we would speak about this, to now you're at a conference where we're talking about, I mean, not just Kanban, but uh, sure. but Agile all day long, all week long. Um, how has that kind of changed? Uh, how has your mind has, how has your mind shifted from developer mode to where you are now? Absolutely. So <clears throat> I definitely think it has. Um, it has definitely uh, opened up some doors and ideas around things Whereas before, when I was developing, the, generally, the general idea that project managers had was a carrot or stick mentality. So we're running behind on our project. We don't want to necessarily, um, we don't know for sure if we're going to be late or not, but we're going to you know, ask you guys to work longer to get some of this work caught up and, and get things done to catch up on your project. Whereas there's actually a couple of other, there's more than that as, as I'm finding, and I'm still learning about those ways to reset the project or, or have another way to get the work back on track, if you will. Um, in a Kanban setting, it's very counterintuitive because you actually could reduce your whip, which may make you get more work done faster, which doesn't sound right because you're, what a whip does is basically it's how many things you can have working on at one time. So you're actually reducing the number of things you can work on at once. And as a developer, you think, well, no, I want to have more threads. I want to do more parallel processing because I can get more work done that way. And it's not always the case when you're dealing with like a process of work and getting work done in your team. Awesome. So uh, actually, you've you've transitioned to now being a business owner. Yes. Um, so what has that transition been like, uh, moving from developer to now uh, running the show for your own company? And tell us a little bit about what uh, what that company is and what you do. Sure. So the, the company that I own is called Lunamark. And the main focus for that company has been since I started it about three years ago. Uh, I started out doing primarily uh, staff augmentation work. So I come from a Microsoft background on the Microsoft stack, been doing business applications and things like that, or websites through Microsoft stack. And I have found lots of work doing basically there. People have a project already and they need me to come in and help with that. I have recently uh, taken another role as a full-time deal and now my business has, has scaled down. But because of that, I've been able to focus on my business and where I want to take it from a, I don't want to be just a person who works with other companies, but I want to be a person who solves problems. And, and from the standpoint of maybe helping them build a product or helping them solve that painful problem they're dealing with as a business. So I have more recently been focusing on how to how does that look with the agile space that I've been learning more and more about with Kanban? Does it mean that I'll be teaching? Will I be training? Or will I just be using the knowledge that I've learned to help a company architect their system and product the right way? So those are things that I'm still kind of flushing out, if you will. Sure. So yeah, because I'm kind of resetting that right now. So how do you feel like uh, like agile and becoming more um, more kind of just uh, just in 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 the weeds, I guess, so to speak, with agile? How do you how do you feel that that has uh, driven your business or has changed maybe the way that you've run your business? So for people out, you know, that are in business in general, you know, what would be the advantage of also kind of being schooled in agile? Sure, I think the one of the biggest things that I've learned in agile has been the MVP mindset. Uh, from the lean, you, you may have heard of the lean startup book, there's a lot of talking and things around the lean movement, if you will. And so I've been uh, talking to people about that and I've learned a lot about the MVP. And so from the mindset of as a developer, I always wanted to make it pristine and perfect and you know immaculate, if you will, before the project was done or before the program was done because as a developer, we're sort of kind of artists we're definitely more analytical sometimes than artists are. However, we still, you know, we're creating our own creation there and we have a desire to make that really, really well and really, really polished. But I've learned on my, on my, owning my own business that sometimes you have to 
figure out what the MVP is. What can, what can be the smallest piece of work built that will allow my client to make money off of? And how can I then improve upon that? And that has been a huge shift in my mindset from coming from like an enterprise developer to now owning my own business for sure. Awesome. So we're here at the Agile Midwest Conference. Uh, obviously, you are a seasoned uh, conference attendee and a conference speaker. You actually run a conference down in uh, Little Rock where you're from, correct? Correct. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, too. Sure. Uh, our conference in Little Rock is called the Little Rock Tech Fest. It happens in the fall of every year. Um, it's a two-day conference now. And uh, we have a great group of organizers there. I can by no means say that I'm the one that runs it. There's, there's a great group of us that are, that are giving tons of energy and, and effort into that because we're an all-volunteer-based organizing uh, committee, if you will. And so this year we had it in uh, October. It was actually last week. And <clears throat> it was a great two days. We had a 25%, uh, I believe, increase in, in attendees from the year before. So we're around 500 attendees, 450, something like that. And so next year we're hoping to, to continue to increase that and go even even larger. So we're super excited about building the tech community in Little Rock. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. I think this uh, this Agile Midwest conference is also expanding greatly. Uh, before we were in uh, we were in kind of like a hotel ballroom. Now we're in a convention center. I feel like uh, you know th this whole uh, Agile Midwest uh, this conference is just exploding. There's a ton of talent here in the Midwest, and, and it's great to connect with people like yourself who are helping advance that uh, that thought leadership, uh, getting out there. So. Um, so your presentation again today is There's More to Kanban Than Trello Boards. Um, Paul, I really appreciate you joining me. Is there anything you'd like to plug uh, on the podcast before, we, before we, we, we let you go? I just want to say thank you uh, to Agile Midwest for having me to come and speak. And I also want to say thank you to all the sponsors because as a conference organizer as well, it, we couldn't do this without our sponsors. So I just want to say a big thank you. Paul Gower, go and go and check out his. Uh, well, if you're listening to this, he's probably already spoken, but check out his website um, and also uh, check out his um, his his company Lunamark. Uh, he'll help you out there too. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Technically Speaking podcast. Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at SpeakTech or like our page at Facebook.com/SpeakTechPodcast. If you have suggestions or questions related to the show or would like to be considered as a future guest, send feedback and inquiries to hey at speaktechpodcast.com. I'm Zach Lands, and thank you for listening to the Technically Speaking Podcast.